Sure. 
So the next, the next aspect of our, our, our hearts is anger. 
of here and put somebody else in another prison here. Not as the essence of hypocrisy, but I hope this book. Yeah, I think we will, because if I started late, I apologize. So I think we will go a little bit later and then we'll start the questions a little bit later. So. When that idol, that satanic idol is erected in our hearts, then we start to take the faith in that particular path as an evil as well. And God says again in the Quran, this time when the enemy will shape on and the Sabbath will become Allah, the enemy will shape on. And that is the shape on even more possible. He said, Satan overcame him. And so we cause them to forget the remembrance of God. Those are the party of Satan. Those are in absolute loss. That Satan conquered them, and so they became the party of Satan. The Hezbollah Shaytan, the Hezbollah Shaytan, God speaks in the same surah, in the same chapter of the Hezbollah, not the political group, but Hezbollah being the party of God. And so we contrast the party of God with the party of Satan. And everything that exists in the spiritual path, you have teachers and mentors, and you have you know, good works and, and acts that enable you to progress on that path. Everything on that path is mirrored in the path of evil, the satanic path. And so there are also teachers and mentors in that path. And this is our own of Allah, and our own of Shaitan. Just as there are saints or friends of God, there are saints and friends of Satan. And it is a stark path. Like there is this designation that we can take this path or that path. God help us all. But it is fascinating that Allah says, instead of any Mushaytan, that Satan took, overcame them. That is how we think of Allah. And so he caused them to forget the, the, the remembrance of God. Because ultimately it is the remembrance of God that clarifies our hearts. It is ultimately the remembrance of God that sets our hearts at peace. As he says elsewhere, Those who are conscious of God, who are vigilant with regards to God. I'm not going to write out the whole verse, but uh, those who are uh, conscious of God, most people call that I think most people probably have some understanding of that word, and it's a very difficult word to translate. We'll call that taqwa. When they are touched by inspiration from Satan, they have the right? They make remembrance of God. And then they are able to see with clarity. Indeed, those who are conscious of God, when they are touched by inspiration from Satan, they remember God. And then they are able to see with clarity. 
terms of their bodies, in terms of their emotions. And I don't want to go into details here because there are young people here. But you see the most horrific of stories. And when people have been put down their whole lives, if this is just everybody treated it like a lump of coal. Just a lump of coal, like useless, nothing. Just like for fire. And with the pressure of the world, with the pressure of all of these things, all of these traumas, all of these challenges coming down on that lump of coal, it is transformed. And then it begins to heal, and then it begins to grow, and then it becomes a diamond. The lucid, clearest. Beautiful diamond, something that brings light to the world. And you find people like that, that they go through the hardest of things, things you can never imagine going through. But when they get through on the other side, then they're like a healing for everybody around them. That is a moving Nevada moment. That is the believer, is America the believer, because that is the pure heart, the beautiful mirror that's able to reflect the world perfectly. And so when somebody comes to them and says, I'm, I'm struggling with this, I'm having this challenge. And that person who's been transformed by the teacher of experience is able to sit with them and be perfectly present. Is able to reflect that person perfectly. There's no scratches or dents left in the mirror because it's all been polished. Right? That person is able to be perfectly present. Often better than people come to us for advice, right? If we're still struggling with certain demons or something like that, like we're, we have some problems of our own, whatever the case may be. You know, like if somebody is saying that they have challenges with their father, for example. And I think, you know, I, 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 you know, maybe, maybe I'm upset at my father too. Right? But I advise this individual, maybe like, I'm not even present with that person. I might just be speaking to myself. I might be giving them advice, but in fact, I'm just so caught up in my own state that I can't even see this other person. I can't even be present with them. That's very often the case. But as we begin to purify ourselves and we begin to grow and we begin to nurture these beautiful aspects, then we can reflect the world around us as it really is. And then when we speak, we speak with sagacity, we speak with wisdom, we speak with truth. And we understand what people need in the moment. We understand what they're able to hear, what they can hear. able to appreciate what they have and what they need. And in that process as well, we not only are doing things on the outside, but that has a profound impact on our own hearts. And we start to polish our own hearts. We continue to polish our own hearts and refine our own selves. Because again, as it's related in the Hadith, when you read that of his own heart. He makes an advisor of her own heart. 
And so as much as we might be present with a brother or sister, present with them in their pain and, and you know, being there for them, sharing their joys as their sorrows, so too are we present with our own selves. And so too do we develop our own selves and beautify our own selves and purify our own selves. And so it's a reciprocal process. The believer is a mirror of the believer. started off this class with, but the first question are the four competing forces that vie for supremacy over the heart, and as we mentioned, those are the forces of appetite, anger, lordliness, and also this demonic aspect. All of those things need to be in the right places. And the second question pertaining to what does the heart that's right or the balance that look like? And again, when we put those four aspects in the right places, it will be made by the light of the because Allah says in the Quran, as God says in the Quran, indeed, by the remembrance of God, the hearts find rest. Our hearts finally come to peace and serenity and tranquility. That is the state of the heart where everything is in its right places, appetite, anger, and even this capacity to understand people and how to positively influence people, all regulated by this wise intellect, the sage of our souls, then they are truly complete. Is there any questions? I know we only have four, four minutes left. I think I have questions, concerns, uh, uh, criticisms, reputations, uh, reflections, anything like that. Please do share. Yes, sir. Yourself that way. Uh, you can't get angry. 
to 
Thank you. 